Pastor Leslie Doherty coming to you from Owensville Assembly of God. And we want to welcome you to our broadcast on KTOI Radio. Our hope and prayer is that this ministry will be a blessing and an inspiration to your life today. I believe every time we come together, regardless of who's here, the Lord has something to do in our lives, something to say to us, to encourage us, to bless us, to help us be what we need to be. Amen. I haven't got there yet. Neither have you. <laughs> We're still striving, striving, pursuing after God. Should be after the things of God and seeking the Lord and His blessing. I just want to share some thoughts with you from a couple of portions of Scripture from the book of Psalms. David's life and his experiences, I think, still speak much to us. And you know, again... All the individuals in the Bible were just like you and me, made out of flesh, made out of blood, created by God for his glory and for his purpose, imperfect. I'm still amazed that God always takes imperfect vessels to do a glorious work, showing the world, showing us, reminding us, it's not, it's not us, but it's him. But praise God for what he can do. And many of the psalms that David wrote, again, we know were a reflection of his walk with God, his relationship with the Lord. And in Psalms 18, I think, is a very powerful scripture, and I know there's 50 verses to this chapter, and I'm not going to begin to read all of those. And if you want to put a mark in your Bible, I'll also be going to Psalms chapter 46, and I will be reading that chapter as well, sharing some thoughts with you. But in Psalms chapter 18, David said, I will love thee, O Lord my strength. The Lord is. And you know, I like, I like the Bible because it says the Lord is and then it begins to describe all that he is to us. And this is what David said. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. And I'm just going to stop right there. But you know, we think about what God does and who that he is to us, but I want you to notice in those verses and those passages, the first thing David said in Psalms 18, he said, I will love you, O Lord. And the most important thing is, I think, not only who God is, but that we love him. And that through loving him, it's not just lip service, but it's an act of our free will. And that's what worship is. It is an act of our will. It's not just our words and our voices, but true worship is the giving of our lives. It's the giving of ourselves. And, you know, a lot of people want God to do something for them, but they don't want to commit to the Lord. Hello? <laughs> And the Lord is good. The Lord is gracious. The Lord does do great things. But his blessings come upon those, amen, that love him. And that desire him. And that seek him, amen. And that follow his will. And we love him not because we have to, but because we desire to. And you know, the Bible says, as far as our, our Savior, Jesus Christ, the Bible says we love him, why? Because he first loved me. I reciprocate that love because it was first given to me, unworthy, undeserving. I did not deserve it. 
what the Lord did for me, what Christ did on the cross, but praise God, he loved me first, and now, God, I want to show my love for him. And all that I am, all that is within me, motivated by love, because that's what motivated God. He loved me as I was. And then he said, when he was describing all the things of who God is, his nature and character and his relationship to him, he said, in whom I will trust. Now, how many of those sometimes we think we're really trusting the Lord? <laughs> and then something comes up, some situation, some circumstance, and all of a sudden we realize, whoa, wait a minute, I'm really not trusting here. I'm I'm confused, I'm bewildered, and, and uh, I, I'm kind of hoping this will happen. I'm kind of hoping and trusting that will happen or that thing will come through instead of really relying and trusting upon the Lord and committing our way to him. Amen? He said, I will trust. And then he said in verse 3, he said, I will call upon the Lord. And again, we see those words, I will. Our worship is an act of the will. Our love is an act of the will. It doesn't come by emotion. Amen? I'm like one preacher. Some mornings I don't feel saved. <laughs> Amen? But I'm not saved by how I feel. I'm saved by the fact that I have a relationship with God and I will to worship Him and to glorify Him and to exalt Him. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth regardless of what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, and what, what, I, what I, I'm dealing with at the time. God is still God, and he still deserves it, my praise, my worship. Well, let's look at some of the things the Lord is. We, we know these. My rock, a foundation. I'm really glad you got a foundation in life, that he's your rock when everything else is shifting, when everything else is changing. When life changes, when there's transitions that we're not ready for, amen, you ever had that happen? A transition you're not ready for? Oh yeah, we've had that happen. In life, maybe an illness, maybe a death, maybe work situation, everyday life stuff, that's when we need a rock. That's when we need something firm that we can say, okay, here's where I am, this is who God is, and regardless of what's happening, shifting, changing, fluctuating all the time, he's my constant. Aren't you glad that God is your constant? He's your rock, he's your foundation. And once you're firmly planted on him, as the Bible says in that parable in the New Testament, the, rain, the rains may come, the winds may blow, and beat against the house, but praise God, it's going to stand because it's on a foundation on the rock the solid rock, Jesus Christ. My fortress. Praise God, he makes a fortress around us. I think of Job in the Old Testament, tested by Satan. God said, hey, have you considered my servant Job? There's none like him, a man of righteousness. And what was Satan's complaint? He said, well, you, you put a hedge around him that I cannot touch him. Now, we know that circumstances and things and everything touch our lives. We live in a real world. But as a child of God, we can be assured that God in him is our fortress. That when the attacks of the enemy come, we have a refuge and we have a place. Praise God in the Lord. 
And I'm glad that regardless of what comes against us, the enemy may come against us, the Lord is our fortress. I've heard people ridicule Christians and people of God and say, yeah, you guys are always running to the Lord. I plead guilty. I plead guilty. I'm going to run to the Lord because he's the only refuge. He's the only fortress, the place where we can go. And God, there is a place in him where the child of God can go. My deliverer, how many times has he delivered you? We say he's our deliverer. Delivered me from sin. Delivered me from sickness. Delivered me from oppression. Delivered me of things that could, could have destroyed my life and could have destroyed my experience in the Lord. He can deliver us. He's the great liberator. He's the great deliverer. Not only from the power of the enemy, but sometimes he delivers us from ourselves. Can I say that? Oh, Lord, whoo. How many times do I thank God that, Lord, I'm glad you didn't answer that prayer. Whoo, I would have really messed that up royal. Because that wasn't the plan. That wasn't God. He delivers us from those things. My strength. Mm. We can get weak, can't we? The spirit is indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. That human flesh that we deal with, that we live with that we're still in each and every day. But praise God, we find that in our weakness becomes our strength. Paul said, when I found that I am weak in myself, it's in those times, praise God, that I become strong. In our weakness, his strength is perfected. His strength is realized. We realize it's not us, but it's the Lord. It's not us, but it's him. That we have no strength in ourselves, but our strength, again, and our help comes from the Lord. In whom I will trust, my buckler, shield, the Bible says we take the shield of faith wherewith we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And man, they're shooting today. Amen? I mean, Satan's got his bow out and he's shooting. I'm not glorifying him tonight. I'm just stating the fact. You know that. I mean, he's trying God's people for all that's in it because he knows. I want to tell you, friends, if you're truly living for God and sold out to God, you're a threat to the enemy. And I think it's time again for the church to be a threat to the enemy. My goodness, there's a child of God. Somebody said, when I wake up in the morning, my feet hit the floor. I don't want to say, good Lord morning. I want to say, good morning, Lord, and I want the devil to tremble. He's up again. <laughs> They're up and going again. And the horn of my salvation. When people were anointed, they took the horn of oil. We, we saw in Psalms 23... He anoints my head with oil, and my cup runs over. We're anointed. We're his. We're chosen. We belong to him. We are his anointed. And my high tower. Now, we can't escape all the things in this world and the things in this life, but I believe there's a place that the child of God knows that is a high tower, that we're above we can rise above all of these things, all the trials and all the temptations that we do it in the Lord. Turn with me to Psalms 46. And David can kind of continue this thought here in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. Ooh, praise God. Yes, I'll go to him. I'll make him my refuge and my strength. A very present help in trouble 
He's there. He's a present help in trouble. How many times has he been with you in trouble? How many times has he been with you in distress? How many times has he been with you in times of need and there was nobody else to help but you knew the Lord was there? And that's all that mattered was the presence of God because nobody else could help us in trouble. And therefore, this can be our response. We will not fear, not be afraid. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Why aren't we afraid? Not because we're masochists or anything like that, but because we know the Lord is our strength. The Lord is our helper. The Lord is our deliverer. The Lord is our victor. The Lord is our shield. The Lord is our refuge. He is all these things to us. And so we don't have to be afraid, he said, though the earth be removed even. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, if heaven and earth are moved, will not be. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. I talked about those seas. Though the mountains shake with the swelling, he said, thereof, Selah. He said, that means think of that in Hebrew. Think about that. And then I like verse 4. He said, for there is a river. There's a source the world knows not of. There's a river, it says, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God and the people of God. Again, Jesus said about his presence and his life within us, what did he say? He said, if any man believes in me, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of life giving water. And I'm glad tonight that in our life and in our experiences in the Lord there's a source of life the world does not have. There's a source of life that others do not possess or experience. But it's a river of life that flows through us as a child of God. That brings continual refreshing. Continual life. Praise God. I'm very glad for that river tonight that makes us fruitful in the things of God. It says the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Verse 5, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. There's a lot of forces of the enemy against the church today. Against the child of God. We know that. Um, I've got to where I can't hardly listen to the news anymore. It's nothing but hatred, venom, vitriol especially against a child of God. Mocked continually. We're stupid. <laughs> we're ignorant. We don't know what we're talking about. But God is in our midst, and we shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. Verse 6, he said, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, and the earth melted. The heathen can rage, the kingdoms of this world can be all, all amassed and arrayed against God and the things of God, but all God has to do is speak his word and utter his voice because his voice is stronger and more powerful than anything in this world. Verse 7, he said, the Lord of hosts is with us. Ooh, praise God. 
I like what David said. What did he say? He said, I know the angel of the Lord encamps around about those that fear him. And I'm glad that God will move heaven and earth for you. I'm going to say that in God will move heaven and earth for you. He will dispatch his angels. He will dispatch his heavenly messengers. We do not have to fear. We do not have to be moved because we know there is one who is with us and who keeps us and who establishes us. And that is the Lord God of hosts, the God of heaven. Hallelujah. Can you give him praise? Amen. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Verse 80 said, come behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he has made in the earth. Not desolations to the children of God, to the people of God, but desolations to those of this world, to those of this earth. Verse 9, it says, he makes wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaks the bow, he cuts the spear in sunder, he burns the chariot in fire. In verse 10, he said, be still and know that I'm God. Now, most of us have a problem. <laughs> so we're shaking your head already. You know where I'm going. Guess what? We got to fix it. Hello? We're fixers. Any fixers here? Do we have a confession? Okay, we got a few confessors here. We got some fixers here. If it's messed up, if it's not right, if I don't think it's right, I got to fix it. Right now? We got to do it right now. Yes. Can't wait. We got to fix it right now. But sometimes God says, would you just wait a minute? Just hold on. Just wait. Be still. And we go through all sorts of turmoil, all sorts of anxiety and everything because we're trying to fix it. And God says, would you just wait and be still for a minute? Because sometimes God does not always work in our timetable. Hello? Sometimes we get impatient with God. Anybody, anybody want to confess again and say, yes, I get impatient with God? Don't. No. Okay. All right. But he said, be still and know that I am God, the great I am. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Because he said again, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I'm glad that he is tonight. I'm glad that he's God, that he's forever the same. He will not change. And all he asks is that we love him, that we serve him, that we honor him for who that he is in our lives. Lord, we praise you tonight. Lord, we give you thanks and praise for all that you are. And we just pray, Lord, that we will continue to Glorify and exalt and magnify you, Lord, for all that you are. May we continue to, to give you praise, to give you glory, and to give you the true honor that is, that is due unto your name. Lord, we give you praise to know there's no name that is greater than that name, the name of Jesus, the name that we serve, the name that we worship, the name that we adore, the name that should be glorified in us and in your people, Lord. Let the power and the glory of your name be reflected, Lord, in us today to a world that needs to see the greatness and the glory and the saving grace of such a Savior. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. May we leave this place with new desire to serve you, to love you, and to glorify you.
Lord, for all that you are, Jesus. Lord, we bless your name and give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we love you, Lord. Let's say that name together, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. You were the word at the beginning. One with God, the Lord most high. You're hidden. Sin was great till love was greater. 
mean God Ain't nobody gonna come between me and God One day we'll live together Talking it over, me and God. Late at night, talking it over, me and God. You could say we're like two peas in a pod, me and God. He's my father. broadcast today. If you would like to worship with us, we're located at 302 North Cuba Street in Owensville. On Sunday morning, we have Christian Life classes for all ages at 9.30 a.m., followed by morning worship at 10.30 a.m. Sunday evening worship is at 6 p.m., except on the fourth Sunday of each month when we host a Christian film and fellowship at 4 p.m. Wednesday evening Bible study is at 6 p.m., and you can find our Facebook page at Owensville Assembly of God. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your morning. The Lord bless you is our prayer.